When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome into this edition of UAP Weekly. Stephen Diener here, back on the Unidentified Alien Podcast Weekly Edition as we go over a really important subject today, something that I've been waiting to do for a little while now, and that is to catch up with Paige Fox, who, along with uh, Derek Garcia, is the head of the Legal Disclosure Team, working behind the scenes, doing a lot of great work and hard work behind the scenes to try to bring about uh, disclosure through the legal process. So we spoke to her, oh, maybe about four or five months ago. I want to say in April or May, we spoke to Paige, and that was the first time we heard about their efforts here uh, to bring about disclosure through through a legal fashion, through the legal channels. And I was very fascinated by that subject, by that idea, and I've kept up with her since then. Uh, we were in Washington, D.C. for the Disclosure Conference with Dr. Stephen Greer, where they feature you know, Michael Herrera and, and D.C. Long, among others, at that conference. So we're going to catch up with Paige Fox today to talk about what has been happening behind the scenes. Her and Derek Garcia, partners, again, you know, the head of this uh, disclosure team, uh, to bring about all this change through the legal channels. We're going to touch on a lot and basically bring you up to speed about what's been going on and what are the next steps. And we're also going to go over um, some of the things that you know, are being said about those raids that I brought up a couple of months ago of the black sites that are supposed to be happening in September. So because uh, Derek Garcia is working alongside with Dr. Stephen Greer. Um, Dr. Greer is a client of Derek Garcia. So there's a lot happening and I'm going to try to cover it all with Paige to update you the best that we can. So I'll bring on Paige now to go over all those things and catch you up to speed on what's been going on. And like I said, maybe what we can expect moving forward as well. Paige, thanks so much for coming on here today. Coming back to UAP Weekly, actually, returning to the show. Thanks so much for making time to do this. Welcome back. Thank you for having me. It's been a little while. Um, and it was since we had you on the first time. And then we met up in Washington, D.C. for the Disclosure Conference with uh, Dr. Greer. We met some of the legal team. So I know a lot of those names are going to come up in uh, today's show. But there's a lot to be, uh, I guess, updated on. <laughs> that's that's for sure. Yes, yes, absolutely. We've definitely made progress, um, both Derek and I working with Greer um, and the other parts of the team. So, yeah, we have we do have lots of updates. So let's start with one of the things here, um, I guess, just kind of talking about what's happened since June 12th, right? That was the disclosure uh, conference where we saw, you know, names like Michael Herrera, D.C. Long. A lot of people were there, got a lot of attention, but that's almost three months ago now. 
um, you know, to the day as as we're, we're talking here today. What's happened since then, Paige, on your end to push the conversation further on the, you know, the legal side of things when it comes to uh, bringing about disclosure? Yeah, I mean, there have been quite a few things since the uh, June conference in terms of what Derek and I are working on together, Derek Garcia and I um, with Dr. Greer. We've met, I think, we well, we just had our third um, Zoom meeting mm-hmm. with the different individuals who have volunteered to work with the legal team. Um, we're over 200 people at this point, which wow. is wonderful news. <laughs> yeah. Across all of the different states, UK, Canada, um, and Australia, I think is the places we have so far. Wow. We just recently had um, a smaller group of people meeting together, more of the individuals who are going to be focused on the RICO lawsuit. So really working with um, closely with Derek and Dr. Greer in terms of filing that lawsuit, um, hopefully sooner rather than later. So that was the most recent meeting. We are also planning on meeting in person later this month um, to, again, just deep dive into what needs to be, what we're going to start drafting, what's going to be filed, really getting down to the details of everything and our core group of people who are specifically working on the RICO stuff right. um, and the court matters. So beyond that, um, and I know you're working on getting Dr. Greer and Derek on to talk more in detail about that side of things. Mm-hmm. Um, because while Derek and I are partners in the law firm, you know, he's more of the litigator. So he is definitely focused more on the RICO stuff, whereas I'm helping organize that um, to a certain extent and yeah. getting, so that's our focus right now. Yeah, no, and that's great. Um, and I think I, I want to, because there is a lot of roads we can, we can go down here, you know, with, with, with Derek Garcia, because you and Derek are leading the charge as far as the, you know, legal team is concerned for, for disclosure. And I know you both have your roles, your hats that you're wearing when it comes to all this. Um, and like you said, you know, we were going to actually have Derek on with you today, but there's a lot of, a lot of moving pieces when it comes to what he's doing with Dr. Greer. And yep. there's a lot that still kind of needs to be worked out. And I didn't want anyone to be uncomfortable. Um, and, and just for, you know, full disclosure, I guess you could say, uh, <laughs> Derek and I actually spoke on the phone before doing this interview with you, Paige, because we kind of just went over a few things. And I, I told him, frankly, I said, look, you know, if we need to delay some things on your end to have the proper discussions and we can do that. And so we are going to work on, you mentioned actually having Derek on with Dr. Greer together. Um, so we'll see. I mean, all that is in flux. That may not happen. You know, schedules need to match up, things like that. We really don't know at this point, but we will get, you know, uh, more updates on that end. But I know you can talk about some of it too. But when it comes to that, that number, I want to come back to that real quick. Because when we first started talking, and this was back in April or May, I think, which yeah, which it, is crazy yep. to think it's that long ago now, you were just starting with this with this movement, and you had what maybe a few people on board. It was you and Derek and like a handful of people, and now we're talking yeah. two hundred people. That's amazing how this caught on. You have that much manpower now on this one team to move the disclosure, you know conversation further along in the, in the legal process. That's unbelievable. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's been amazing. And, and yeah, I can't even remember. Cause when we first talked to you, I think you were one of the first people I had spoken with. And then, um, I had 
just really got into contact with Dr. Greer at that point and Derek. And so, yeah, it was really early on. We didn't have any like, you know, it was all just planning mm -hmm. and deciding which way we were going to go. And so even deciding, you know, what entity to create in order to move forward with bringing on pro bono attorneys and everything else, it was, it's been a lot of work. And so from, from the outside, it may seem like there's been, everything's been moving really slow. It has, and it hasn't just because there is so much stuff that we have to do behind the scenes to get everything prepared, you know, beyond the fact that we're working across 50 states and outside of the country with different time zones and everything else and trying to get everybody together during meetings. So between Derek and I and that work that needed to be done and getting everybody organized and everything else, it's been a slow process, but also we've we've accomplished quite a bit. So yeah, we have our, right now, as of um, today, we've gotten the legal entity in place and we've also gotten um, like employment agreement NDAs out for those who are focused on RICO stuff and working with Dr. Greer's um, and the Disclosure Project information. Um, so that has all been taken care of now. And now it's just a matter of really focusing on the filing and what exactly we're doing moving forward in terms of legal action. Yeah. And I was actually about to bring that up because those those are huge undertakings that you guys kind of you know took there. Um, so you know to have all of that kind of set the table, I guess you can say, and that's so the table set. You're ready to bring the food out now. So what is what is kind of the next steps, you know, to that point when it comes on your side first page, when it comes to the legal aspect of things, what now are you pushing toward um, that's that's really kind of, you know, going to make waves on, on your end? Um, yeah, there's been a lot of movement there, too, which I'm excited about. Um, that's mostly focused in terms of Illinois, just because I'm in Illinois. And so my connections are really in Illinois. Um, but I've worked, I'm planning on doing a podcast with the Chicago Bar Association in October. Um, I had reached out to them. I'm, you know, an organization of attorneys and legal professionals in the Chicagoland area. Um, and they do a podcast. And so they said that they would, um, I'm going on in October cool. to talk about this aspect because, which I, in my my opinion was a huge breakthrough. Yeah. Um, just the ability to get on and on a platform that is focused directly at legal professionals um, to talk specifically about disclosure and mm. all of these topics that are otherwise found in like conspiracy theory <laughs> type areas, you know, but to actually get a platform to be able to openly and legitimately talk about this topic. So the Chicago Bar Association is doing that. And then I've also worked with ICL. Um, which again, this is focused in Illinois, but attorneys are required to do CLE, continued legal education. Mm -hmm. And I've always been in charge of organizing those. And so I'm working with ICL now on doing a series, a CLE series of like hour long presentations, wow. basically focused on the legal implications around anything related to aliens, anti-gravity technology, um, hmm. free energy, anything like that, you know, because there's just so many different, it stems out in so many areas. Um, and the legal implications of it are incredible. Beyond the RICO stuff, beyond the filing, those lawsuits is just general awareness. Um, general awareness and the ability to take this stuff seriously mm -hmm. once you see the legal implications of all of it and what it all involves. Um, so that's been a primary focus of mine, getting the word out that way. And also hopefully once we can do it through the Illinois route, working with these other attorneys 
on a legal team to do the same thing in their states. Um, so being able to get it out across the different states um, would be super helpful too. So ideally, that's the next step. It is incredible, isn't it? I mean, to think about where the conversation or how the conversation has evolved over time. I mean, we're talking about really even just last year. I mean, to think that we would be here now in September talking about bringing the, the disclosure conversation into the legal field. And, and But here we are and it's being taken seriously. And I think it's just been a series of things that has taken us to this point, right? Whether it's congressional hearings or anything like that, or, you know, uh, Chuck Schumer coming out and talking about putting in, you know, some type of amendment in the department's, you know, defense act. So there's a lot of things that kind of lead us to this point. But I mean, it seems like you really have the ball moving on this. Is this even further than you thought it was going to be at this point? Or, I mean, how did you envision yourself, say, you know, five months ago to now? Um, I mean, I didn't I didn't think anybody would take me seriously, <laughs> to be honest. But I was I mean, it just first connecting with you and then being able to connect with Greer and um, Danny Sheehan and all of these different people just being able to connect, you know, it's all pretty tightly connected. The entire, you know, like UFO community is all really. So once you meet somebody, it's a lot easier to get going and talk to other people. But what did I expect to ever make it this far in the sense of anything legal? Absolutely not. Hmm. Um, even two months ago, when I initially brought it up to the Chicago, the Chicago Bar Association talking about it, I sent an email um, to one individual who then put me in contact with the host of the podcast. And at first there was like, you get, I got the same looks I usually get from anybody <laughs> trying to talk about this stuff. But it was like a, only a few weeks later that somebody else called and was like, well, actually we saw this stuff in the news now. So right. we were thinking maybe you could want to, would want to come on. And yeah, absolutely. Because it is just going to be more and more relevant. Um, so no, I did not think <laughs> I would be anywhere where we're at with it right now, but it's really cool to see. And I've met some really, really cool people. Um, who all have really the same goal and, you know, and that's just like getting the information out there, like being taken seriously because there's been so many years where this stuff is just shoved down and right. it's not being taken seriously. And so from my perspective, way, I, like I said, early on, I just saw it all happening. I saw the amount of evidence that was out there and I was just pissed that none, none of it was being taken seriously. And so it was at that point that I was like, you have somebody has to be pushing this forward you know like there's no way a bunch of attorneys are going to see all of this actual evidence mm -hmm. actual evidence despite the michael Shermers of the world or whatever saying that there's not actual evidence there is actual evidence and it's like mind-boggling to me to think that somebody who works with evidence as a career would see everything that's out there and be like oh yeah no that's not <laughs> that's not legit you know yeah. and so it's that was my goal and so far it's working. Yeah, you know, I, I would say. On, on the level that I'm at. But the more people that we get involved, the more that it's talked about openly, the more people like you who talk about it, you know, and just what's actually going on rather than putting a, you know, taking a side to things, mm -hmm. which um, it's just it's going to help. Everything's going to help. And I think that all of us working together has been a huge part of getting this out there. Yeah, you make a great point of I'll just, you know, little little detour here because I think that's so important to highlight when you say not taking sides. You know, we're all 
we're all part of the same discussion here. And for some reason, there, there ends up being some type of tribalism that happens, you know, and I'll, I'll drop names. You know, you have people who say, well, I'm mm-hmm. for Lou Elizondo or I'm for Dr. Greer or I'm for Christopher right. Mellon or this and that. And, and it's like, well, we shouldn't look, look, we all have our own personalities and we're either going to get along or we're not right. We're all human in the end. Right. So those names I mentioned, maybe they do get along. Maybe they don't. That's up to them on a human level. But at the same token, that shouldn't split everyone as, as far as, you know, who's part of this conversation apart because we're all looking for the same thing. We're all looking Mm -hmm. for answers. Whether it's all bigger than us. Exactly. It's bigger than any one individual person. <laughs> that's that's what I, you know, and, and you get that. And I know we've talked about that before. And I just, I just wish more people would see that. It doesn't really matter. And it shouldn't matter, you know, mm-hmm. who you side with, so to speak. The fact of the matter is it, we're all looking for the same goal. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, and, and I, I personally feel like it can't. Um, and it, it's kind of, it. in my opinion, it's, it's kind of parallel to like politics. You know, if you, if you're going to look, go into this thinking red or blue Republican Democrat, like that, you know, despite the fact that both sides tend to have a lot of the same feelings on a lot of the same stuff, it's political and it turns into a fight. Mm. And I feel like that's the same idea with people in the UFO community. You know, if you pick one way or another way, it's instantly just turning us against each other and our community, the community is too small. To right. begin with, we need to be able to work all together because you're up against mass media who's not reporting on anything. You know, you have to have these platforms, whether or not you think somebody is, you know, like their opinion is 100 percent correct. It doesn't mean that you need to write off <laughs> everything that they're doing. Same with politics, same with this whole topic, yep. you know, and I really think that people, whether it's stemming from like skepticism or mass media or whatever, pinning the sides against each other is just keeping us from being able to spread the word the way it should actually be talked about. Right. Um, Because we need to be working together (laughs) because there's just, it's just too big of a topic. That's too, it's bigger than any of uh, like one individual. And so we have to all work together if we want, if we want it to be talked about seriously and consistently. Yeah, 100%. Totally agree. Paige, Paige Fox joining me here on UAP Weekly. We're talking about everything that's been happening over the past few months, catching up as far as the uh, legal process when it comes to their disclosure efforts. Paige and Derek Garcia are heading the uh, legal team for disclosure. And uh, Derek Garcia, who couldn't join us today because we mentioned earlier in the show, there's some other things going on on his end when it comes to his work that he's doing with Dr. Greer. Um, so like I said earlier on, you know, we'll, we'll see how things develop and might be able to get them on at the same time. We'll, we'll just, I'll keep you updated on, on all that, but on some of the stuff on Derek's end page, I know, you know, I, I don't, I'm not asking you to put words in Derek's mouth by any means, but I know you guys mm-hmm. work closely together. So when it comes to some of the things he's working on, do you have any updates for us on that? And when it comes to the Rico side of things, cause you know, that was a big a story coming out of the disclosure conference a few months ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So again, that's one of those things where it seems like a lot to, you know, from the outsider's perspective that it's taking forever, mm-hmm. but we have made quite a bit of progress. And like I mentioned at the end of this month is when a group of us is going to be meeting in person to really get down to, okay, who's focusing on what, who's drafting, what, when, when is our filing deadline, et cetera. Um, and that's all based on, you know, other work that Greer is doing with Congress and Derek, and they're more involved in that. Um, 
I'm less involved in that. So mm-hmm. I'll, you know, let them talk about that more when they're on. But on this, in the sense of like the legal entity and everything else, we've got that created now. Derek and I um, are partners of the firm and then bringing people on at this point, it's just pro bono. At our last meeting, we got more in detail in terms of organizing the different groups. So paralegals and legal assistants, attorneys who are going to be doing the litigating, attorneys who are focused on drafting, also people who are in like investigations sort of thing. Um, So having different platforms to get the information out, you know, factual, fact-based information, getting that out. And so that is the newest team that we're working on. Um, But yeah, so we we got that organized. We now have the legal entity. We have, we brought people on with the agreements and now the end of this month, we'll be meeting to actually get to drafting and filing stuff. So it's been a ride. (laughs) Yeah, no, for sure. And uh, honestly, I think it's kind of just beginning because when it comes to, um, you know, what, what Derek is doing with, with Dr. Greer, where they're trying to bring about this, this Rico case, which would essentially put, you know, a lot of people, you know, on the stand, so to speak, at the same time. I mean, it's, it's hard for me to ask because I know a lot of it is, you know, kind of sensitive information as far as names and things like that. But I guess I'll, I'll ask it this way. Like, they are dead serious about bringing different entities, companies, specific people to task. Like, we could see in the future possibly, you know, big names from big companies being brought to the forefront. Like, that's that's something they're really trying to do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that is really the purpose, you know, like behind the Rico statute is giving citizens the ability to do something Mm. about this stuff that has been an injustice for a lot of years. And so, yeah, um, bringing attention to that and bringing it to the courtroom so that there's not only public record, but that so that it's taken a little bit more seriously than it is at this point. Yeah, it's a, a developing situation, um, obviously. So, yeah. and speaking of developing situations, um, also wanted to touch on, well, something that I kind of, I, I, I guess I brought to the public. I know Dr. Greer, I mentioned it as well, but um, a few months or a couple months back, I spoke about, you know, these uh, strike teams, a raid that was supposed to be taking place or raids that would be taking place at some of these different black sites, um, you know, some type of special forces, we don't know, teaming up to go after black sites and basically forcibly take um, this, you know, reverse engineer technology and bring it out to the forefront and bring out the people who have been hiding this stuff and say, here it is. And the timeline that I was given... So this is this is kind of like an, an update on my end too. At the same time, um, the timeline I was given when I originally made that video, which got a lot of attention, and that's not what I was trying to do. I was not trying to go viral with anything by any means. Um, but I know a lot of people are asking me and saying, "Well, hey, the timeline you said was you know mid late September. Well, we're almost there." And so I have people coming to me saying, "Hey, what about this? Uh, what my favorite is? What about your raids? What happened to your raids?" <laughs> They're not my raids. No. <laughs> don't shoot the messenger. No, I got yeah, exactly. Literally, don't shoot the messenger. <laughs> I got nothing to do with this. It was just information that I was given about the idea um, that these, you know, that this was going to take place. That the conversations were happening about having these raids happen. Um, all I can say is, really, I haven't heard too much else about it, other than that the conversations are still taking place and that 
they are still planned. I mean, and you know, you can doubt all you want. You can say that, um, you know, nothing's happening, that it's all BS. By all means, say that. That's up to you. You know, whenever I'm trying to force anything down your throat here on UAP, I'm just going with what I've been told, that it is something that is still, um, you know, kind of on the table, that it's being discussed and supposedly still going to happen. So I don't know if you heard anything that was different, Paige. Nothing different. I mean, I know about as much as you do in terms of what you initially talked about um, in your video. But other than that, my impression is that, yes, it's still from what our understanding is, is that it's still nothing has changed. Right. In the sense of what the plan is. Um, and that is why our you know, getting the getting all of our the legal side of things in place as soon as possible, which is, you know, what, what the rush has been over the last couple months um, to just to be prepared, whatever right. does or doesn't happen, you know, um, I know that Derek knows a little bit more about what's going on on that end. So, and I don't want to say anything that I'm either incorrect or that I shouldn't be saying at all. Um, But yeah, as far as I know, that is still the same timeline. And that's kind of what the timeline that we're at least working on to try to get this stuff taken care of. And I know it's, um, and I've never revealed, you know, who gave me that information and I'm not going to, um, you know, out of respect for the person who, who let me know about it. And I will say this because I got this a lot on social media. It was not Dr. Greer. Dr. Greer did not call me and say, hey, Stephen Diener, <laughs> here's what's going on. Put the word out there. And I've, I've actually never spoken or met Dr. Greer in, in my life. I would love to talk to him here on the show. Um, you know, we've I've said it earlier, the invite is out there. I'd love to have him on here and have a conversation just like I would with anybody else who is in this field. You know, there's no sides here. I'd like to talk to everybody. Um, but that said, I just, I just want to focus or really not maybe reflect is the better word. Like think about that idea for a second page. And I know this is why maybe some people find the conversation of a raid, uh, to be too fantastical to imagine because we're talking about actual, you know, military style operations taking place on U S soil against U S citizens to bring about disclosure on reverse engineered alien technology. I mean, think about that for mm-hmm. a second and the implications. I mean, so I can understand why some people would hear that and say, ah, there's, there's, there's no way like that can't be happening. I mean, I guess just to reflect on that. Like, what would that mean? In, in your opinion, what would that mean for the world when it comes to having something like that, if it actually takes place? um you know like one thing i will say is that i with the stuff that i've learned and seen and in even just the last like year there's nothing that i doubt at this point you know like i feel like anything's possible i feel like for all we know this stuff happens all of the time and we are just not aware of it in terms of like what is actually going on with our government what's actually going on with our military who really knows what is happening when it's fair so do i think that it's possible that this happens absolutely do i think it's possible that it happens and we none of us even have a clue that it happened yeah i do yes i think that that's possible um do i I think (laughs) that it could show up and turn in you know look like some sort of disaster nationwide disaster or something i think that could happen too i think it's really about who really are the players behind it Mm. and what they decide is the best way to handle it. But there's nothing that could be said to me at this point that I wouldn't 
that I would just automatically disbelieve. You know, I think sure. at this point, anything is possible. And so preparing for anything at this point, I think is necessary. Question is then how do you prepare for something? Right. I, yeah. How, how do I don't we know. know. <laughs> yeah. And so ideally just again, awareness, getting the information out there, I think is a big part of it. But another thing that I've noticed since getting involved in this stuff is the mass media really doesn't report on yeah. things. You know, it's a lot of what's in the news right now is political stuff that in the big scheme of things is completely irrelevant. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's easier to talk about. It's a distraction. And so anything is possible behind the scenes. <laughs> so I, I, you know, it could look like something huge. It could look like something that we didn't even know happened. And I think that's a good way to put it because I do think one of three things is going to happen and then I'll move off the raid and, and finish up here actually in a few minutes. Um, it's either not going to happen because of any factor, whether it's legal, whatever it might be that would you know prevent it from happening, logistics, whatever. Um, or two, it does happen and we don't hear a thing about it because it's, it's covered up for obvious reasons. Or three, mm-hmm. it happens, we do hear about it because they end up covering it up with some type of public disaster that they say is something completely, you know, something else that, that, that completely happens when in reality, this is what was actually happening. But they're saying it was, you know, X, Y, Z. Oh, here's this disaster. It's all over the news for the next two weeks. And it's a major thing. But we're not actually telling you it was a raid on these black sites. And they did exactly. this because of alien technology. It's one of those three exactly. things. So, and it's, and it's very possible. I mean, it's just, you really, you really don't know because like I, as somebody who consistently watched like mainstream news and everything else less than a year ago and didn't think twice about it, it's pretty insane to be behind the scenes of something as big as what we're dealing with right Mm -hmm. now. And at the same time, realize that it's not only not really on people's minds a lot, but it is just being flat out ignored. Yeah. <laughs> you know, even like the congressional hearings that was our actual government doing, you know, a congressional public record hearing on anti-gravity technology and aliens and things that, you know, it's so easy for people to laugh off. Well, it's easy to laugh off when mainstream media takes it as a joke or just mm. doesn't report it on it at all. But people who are behind the scenes, people who are actually involved in this stuff realize how not, not not only important, but how very, very real it is. And so, so you, it's just, you, yeah. Are you trying to tell me, Paige, that the American public has been manipulated by the media? I don't believe it. Right? <laughs> I Crazy. don't believe it. I know. <laughs> Goodness. Crazy. But yeah, you know, all sides. There's nobody that, you know, there's not one side of or political party that's doing it more than the other. It is both of them. Yep. It is very obvious. And it's only getting talked about what they want to be talking about. Yeah. So is it is it being hidden or is there is it likely that something's going on and we will never know about it? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm with but, you. Only time will yeah. tell, um, unfortunately. So we'll just keep you up to date as best as we can. I, will, I know your time is limited, Paige, so I want to ask you about this before we go. Um, one thing that is actually happening behind the scenes that's been reported to us and, and you specifically is that Dr. Greer is working with President Biden on, on, on something when it comes to disclosure. Is that Did I get that right? He is 
he is working with um yeah and I, I believe i'm gonna read and that that's that what we're being told so again you know yeah. this I'm, we're just we're going with what um, uh and this was this is coming from Derek, right? Yeah, he's providing recommendations to Biden and Congress on whistleblower protection um, okay. right now. And I know he has been for a while, yeah. at least at least like last month. Um, and so I don't know, because, again, you know, then you see what the type of was like the type of whistleblower stories that are coming out in the congressional hearings. And it makes you wonder why are certain whistleblowers being brought, you know, to these hearings when there's a whole bunch of other whistleblowers that are available that who I've spoken with, who you've spoken with, who are wonderful and very, you know, um, honest and believable. But that's one of those things that, again, you, it, I feel like nobody really knows yeah. <laughs> unless you're more in it. Um, but yeah, as far as I know, he has been working with them um, and giving recommendations, which is pretty cool. I mean, it, it means people are listening. It means people are taking it seriously, even if, mass media is not taking it right. seriously congress is and and hopefully though you know any recommendations that he or anyone else can make um you know if that's happening behind the scenes which we're being told that it is from from Derek garcia um hopefully that helps you know bring about more whistleblowers because you, i know you and i have both heard that there's a lot of whistleblowers out there waiting in the wings that are just quite frankly too scared and that's not mm -hmm. in a, you know in a negative connotation they're, they're too scared to come out and risk themselves and risk them, their families and their careers to come out to the public and talk about these things the way that David Grush has. I mean, look, yeah. you know, look, look what they did to David Grush. They came out and basically said he was a crazy person and he shouldn't be trusted because he had, you know, to, to uh, had a mental health breakdown at one point, which was taken care of. And he was still clear to work with super classified information. But that's what mm -hmm. they try to do to people. Well, I mean, exactly. And that's what they it, any veteran look at you know like i mean he was good enough to do his job he was intelligent enough he was with it mm -hmm. competent and everything about this guy is fine everything is great you know and he is a good good witness yeah but it doesn't take long for mass media to get a hold of something like mental health records and then use mental health records against somebody when in reality we know damn well that his anything related to PTSD is related to his time in the service. Right. And so that PTSD is related to what he's been through in the service and the fact that he was able to to come out of that work it and still be a functioning person still find the courage to come forward about this stuff it just shows you know like the lack of respect that we have for people like david grush yeah because he is beyond believable he's clearly seen stuff but if people want to make excuses for the stuff that he said then they're going to find excuses for it but in reality i mean he's got way less mental health issues than a lot of people <laughs> In our in our government even so <laughs> to just like use that against him is typical yeah. not surprising but a shame it is yeah i think that's a good way to put it and i'll get you <laughs> out of here on this page when it comes to um just the overall landscape you know we said earlier are you surprised and where you are now just in your your efforts with everything and you know looking back and when we, we first had our our conversation back in april or may you know here we are in september and you've gotten so much further bringing about the disclosure conversation in a legal setting. So where do you see yourself and this process, say, by the end of December? You know, I know it's tougher with the holidays. So maybe maybe by the end of January, we'll say, where do you see everything at that point? By December, ideally. So again, by the end of this month, we'll have 
a much better position in terms of the filing for the RICO and everything else. Um, by the end of December, once we get the RICO stuff in order and um, we have set individuals on that, and so I'm working less on the litigation stuff, then my goal is to really turn and focus a lot more on working with the other groups of attorneys that we're with um, or the other attorneys that have volunteered to just push the awareness stuff. So that is really the next big goal. Um, I, we, you and I had mentioned that MUFON had reached out mm-hmm. um, about potentially working together to do like a, a pro bono attorney type thing. I'm really hoping to get that going by the end of the year. Um, just basically attorneys from all states that we would organize kind of by state and by practice area that are more available for like individual type assistance, you know, um, whether it's somebody in your position who's getting push pushback about the things that they're reporting on, or whether it's a whistleblower who's getting pushback from his employer, um, you know, any sort of legal protection for anybody who's relating to this stuff, because it it's apparent how big of a deal it is. It's apparent how safety can be a concern, how legal yeah. issues can be a concern when it comes to this stuff especially with the whistleblowers and anybody in government in the military. Um, So getting that group, that core group of individuals to just really be on like a resource list, um, a legal resources list. That is what my next goal is. And that's what I'm hoping, because like I had mentioned, um, somebody from MUFON had reached out. um, And I'm really hoping to be able to partner with different organizations like that to get that going. And so that is the goal to connect more with other organizations to really bring everybody together to work together and do less focus on these individual groups of who are like competing or, you know, arguing. I don't know, like that don't see eye to eye. But (laughs) the goal is just to like all work together to do this. So but and also one of the other things that and I know MUFON is working on this is working on that language in the Whistleblower Act. So mm-hmm. one of the big concerns with these whistleblowers is, yeah, sure, they can come forward, um, but they could lose their pension. You know, when you talk pensions, I'm 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 an elder law attorney by practice, so I know how important that stuff is. It's yeah. huge, especially if you're in the government or military that you a lot of times they don't have Social Security. Right. You know, they're not going to have an IRA. Their pension is their entire livelihood that's going to prevent so many other people from coming forward that that language that allows them to take away your pension is just going to keep people from coming forward period so that's another big topic that we want to address before the end of the year yeah you know it's it's all really important stuff and you know the fact that it's all come together the way that it has so far i'm looking forward to seeing how it continues to come together. Yeah. So same. And again, I mean, all I can keep asking is, you know, for more and more volunteers because right. it's it's going to be power in numbers at this point. You know, it's the little, the little, the littler platforms. We all have to keep reporting on those littler platforms because it's obvious they're not reporting from it on it from the top. Um, and just working together to push the seriousness of this conversation forward. So it's not just something that can get laughed off or that can get pushed off as like a conspiracy theory type thing. Um, but yeah, I think, I think that we have a lot of work to do, but I think that it's moving forward and the more people we get on board, the easier it's going to be, the more successful we're going to be. Well, I can't wait to uh, keep updated with you on all this because 
they will follow uh, follow along with you as as you go forward and kind of every step of the way here. And you know, I appreciate you making time today to keep us updated. And hopefully, we can get another update in uh, in a few months and see how things are going then. And how much closer we are to bringing the aliens out. Come on, let's go. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Get him out there. Normal conversation. <laughs> yeah, no problem. Well, Paige Fox, again, thank you very much for coming on here today, UAP Weekly. And I look forward to talking to you again soon. Oh, any other final messages as far as how people can reach you, become part of the team and things like that? Um, so we have the disclosure legal email that um, I can send you. It's disclosure.legal at gmail.com. We're just using Gmail. I've been told by like... You know, and it's just as much security as anything else you're going to get at this point. If they want to see it, they're going to see it. But yeah. that's our email. Um, you can reach me at pnfox89 at gmail.com. And there's also the forms online if you're wanting to volunteer. Um, I can I can throw those to you again, too. Yeah, no, sounds but, good. Yeah. I mean, and just specify to me if you're looking to do more of the RICO stuff or more of the awareness, you know, CLE podcasting um, pro bono work, like individual pro bono work. And we can get you situated. But yeah, the more volunteers, the better. It's well, all in numbers. We'll keep the ball rolling, Paige, and we'll, we'll keep up to date with you. And like, you know, like I said, I look forward to hearing more as we go further down the road here. It's bigger and bigger as time goes on, I think. so. It's got to get big. It's the biggest conversation I feel like that should be out there. Should be. So, That's right. Yep. <laughs> Let's keep doing our best. Thanks a lot, Paige, for joining yep. again here today on UAP Weekly. And we'll, yeah, we'll talk to you again soon. We'll keep up to date. Perfect. Sounds good. All right. Thank you. Thanks. Great to talk to Paige again right there and just hear all those updates and what they're trying to do behind the scenes. You know, working now, like she said, with over 200 different attorneys around the country and still looking for more. It's just incredible, um, an incredible movement, really, on how it's snowballed and how it's grown. And I've seen how it's grown behind the scenes. So, again, kudos to Paige and to Derek Garcia, to their team for for what they're doing. It's, it's really cool to see, and I can't wait to hear. Um, you know, like I said, I'll keep up with Paige, so I can't wait to hear how it continues to develop. And just real quick, too, to follow up on what we were talking about when it comes to this, you know, supposed raids uh, in this month of September. Just to reiterate again, I know that's what I was told, okay? Um, and if it happens, I really do believe that if it happened, it is going to be one of those three things that Paige and I mentioned. You know, that, that really stuck with me when we were talking about that. It's either going to be one, it doesn't happen because of different legal challenges that would prevent it from happening or security challenges, whatever it may be. So it doesn't happen this month or maybe ever. We don't know. Number two, it does happen and we never hear about it or, you know, it's just swept under the rug. Or number three, it does happen and we do hear about it, but they cover it up as something else, as some sort of major disaster. And then the whole thing is covered up to begin with. And unfortunately, none of those scenarios in my mind add up to us actually finding out about any type of reverse engineered alien tech that would have been uh, revealed in those raids. Now, I hope that's not the case. I, of course, I hope that if this does happen, first off, that everybody stays safe on both sides. You don't want to see that type of fighting on, you know, American soil where you're, you're talking about, you know, lives being endangered on either side. Um, but at the same time, if something like that is going to happen, hopefully it would be a peaceful situation to where, there is some type of, you know, surrender, so to speak, where they would be able to get these, these, you know, strike teams would be able to get um, this, this tech and bring it out and have disclosure on this stuff to show society what we've been missing out on. That would be fantastic. I just, I don't know. Maybe that's, maybe that's too much of an idealist 
outlook on things, but we'll we'll have to wait and see. But like I said, unfortunately, in my mind, like what I was talking about with Paige, I just think it's one of those three scenarios. It doesn't happen at all. It does happen. We don't hear about it or it does happen and we hear about it, but not in the way that we're expecting. So we'll see what happens. I will keep you up to date as much as I can. Um, like I also mentioned during the interview, I am in contact with Derek Garcia, who is you know, uh, working with Dr. Stephen Greer. Uh, Dr. Greer is his client. So trying to work something out where could possibly get them both on the show together. Um, you know, the invitation is out there like I was talking about with Paige. So I'll keep you updated on all of that. We'll see how this all progresses. And trust me, I'll let you know what I know. That's I always do that. I don't hide anything from you unless I've told specifically to do so. But I try to tell you everything that's that I know as long as I'm allowed to. That said, that'll do it for today here on UAP Weekly. I do plan on coming back um, as soon as possible, hopefully sometime early on next week when it comes to a new episode, episode 74 of the original UAP, and uh, I have some good stuff planned for that one. So keep up to date with that on the Twitter handle, X slash Twitter. You can always keep up to date with all the latest things going on for the show at UA Podcast 850 on Twitter. You can email me, uh, sdienerUAP at gmail.com. That's S-D-I-E-N-E-R-U-A-P at gmail.com. If you have something to say, stories, questions, concerns, criticisms, praises, whatever is on your mind that you want to uh, tell me about, please feel free to do that. You can email me if you don't like to uh, go on to social media too often there to X slash Twitter. But other than that, that will do it for today on this episode of UAP Weekly. Of course, continue to download and subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcasts. All that is always appreciated. Some nice reviews, if you have them, is also appreciated on those uh, on those platforms. But until next time, it's Stephen Diener here, UAP Weekly, Unidentified Alien Podcast. I will talk to you again soon. Be well. <laughs>